everybody, it is Casey Washek here, co-creator of the Fitton 42, and your host, your captain, your navigator to the Fitton 42 life. Guys, before I start the podcast today, I need to talk to you about our sponsor, Fitton42supplements.com. Guys, I believe 99.9% of the population should be taking some sort of supplementation or as I like to call it, nutritional support. Many of us aren't eating enough fruits and vegetables. Many of us aren't taking in enough quality protein. There are things we are missing in our diets nutritionally, vitamins, minerals. And this is why you should have a safety net. You should be taking in different supplements, once again, nutritional support, Things that will help plug those holes. And if you know Jerry and I, we don't put our name on anything we don't believe in. We sought out different manufacturers, and we came upon a great manufacturer, and Fitton42Supplements.com was born. So, guys, if you are looking for high-quality supplements, Please give Fitton42Supplements.com a look. And if you do order, make sure to use the promo code PODCAST and you'll get 10% off your order. All right, guys. So today what I want to do is answer some of your questions. Uh, I've been getting a lot of DMs and a lot of different questions are popping up. And today I want to answer a few of them. So one of the questions... Um, I got, it was really interesting. It was on, what do you do when you're starting to lose motivation? And I thought this was interesting because I believe if you realize you're losing motivation, then it becomes a choice. I hope that makes sense. Like, some people don't realize that they've strayed. Let's say they just start to uh, eat a little worse um, or they get really busy and, you know, they, they put health aside. But at, at a certain point, many people are like, oh, wait, what happened? I strayed. I'm not doing the daily things I used to do and now here I am. So there's a, in that person's situation, there's a a cross in the roads where it becomes a conscious decision what they do next. And so this question I got is, what do you do when you're losing motivation? Um, I feel it's the same thing. It's you are in a crossroads. You realize you're losing motivation. And unfortunately, Motivation is a temporary thing. And in my opinion, the way to to um, overcome a loss of motivation is just do the things you know you're supposed to do, 
which is a lot easier said than done. But once again, if if you know, man, I'm slacking, then it's a conscious decision what you do next. Do you make excuses? Do you um, fill your time with other things? Or do you do the things you know you're supposed to be doing? And only you know what you're supposed to be doing. We all know what we're supposed to be doing. Like I said, it's a lot easier said than done. So that was a really interesting question. It's more more psychology than it is um, anything else. It's, I just... I don't have that drive now. And so how do I get that spark back? And I think the way you get that spark back is to continue doing the things you know you're supposed to be doing but don't want to do. And over you know, over a, a period of time, you keep doing that. It becomes second nature, and it... It's not a conscious decision to have to do it anymore. It becomes a subconscious thing, just like anything else. Most of us don't need to, if you take the same route to work every day or the same route coming home from work, you don't think about every turn you have to make. There's sometimes you're like, how, how did I even get home? It's because your actions became subconscious. You've done this route so many times that it's now, you don't even have to think about it. You just do it. It's the same thing, you know, your morning routine, all of that. The more you do something, the more it leaves the conscious realm and goes into the subconscious. And so what I think, once again, what I think is happening here is, you're butting up against some sort of friction and you have to make the proper conscious decisions over and over and over again so that they end up becoming subconscious and it's not something you have to rely on quote-unquote motivation. I believe it was uh, Napoleon Hill uh, who said motivations like bathing, you have to do it every day. So just think about that. All right, I hope I answered that question well. All right, so let's move on. So this is um, th- these all kind of go together, right? So the next question I got was um, what my feelings on balance were. And... Um, I personally believe there's no such thing as balance. There's never going to be a time in your life where everything is on a level playing field. Your fitness and health, your finances, your your career, your family life, your relationships, there is going to be peaks and valleys. And there's going to be and there's going to be times that are warranted for you to focus on one area over another. And and so there's going to be times when you really need to focus on your career over your relationships and over, uh, let's say, your health and fitness. But like the last question, what we hope, what 
our business, our company hopes to help people with is creating a, a healthy lifestyle. So even when you do have a valley, so to speak, and and fitness and your health isn't at the top of the list, we've we've created these habits that are non-negotiable that you still will do even though your focus is not directly on your health. You brush your teeth every day. We hope to get people to look at fitness and their health just like they do brushing their teeth and showering. It's something you do every day. And even though you might have to focus on certain areas more than your health and fitness, you still brush your teeth every day. I I hope you do. So so that's how that is our goal for you. I like to look at the idea of balance more as like seasons. Right? If you take professional sports, um there's an on season, there's an off season. There's going to be times where you can absolutely dedicate more time than anything else towards your fitness. Right? So using this idea of seasons, you know, uh, the holiday season between basically between Halloween, which nobody counts as a holiday even though, in my opinion, it's, it's the most detrimental holiday. Um, from Thanksgiving to, or I'm sorry, Halloween to New Year's is not the best time to be focused on, like, fat loss. You're just bombarded with the holidays, and all of these holidays have um, are attached to... Um, different foods that are that are just tantalizing, right? So that is not the prime time or the right season to be focused on fat loss. I'm not saying don't work out. What I'm saying is just minimize the damage with with working out and eating as well as you can, but we understand that the holiday season, uh, we are not going to be moving too many needles when it comes to getting people to uh, drop dress sizes and, and, and drop, drop fat. Now, if you do belong to our gyms, you know that we actually in that time frame we actually do a challenge we call holiday hold'em and that the concept of that challenge is not to lose weight it's to stay the same it's not to gain weight and so this is the same concept it's look we we know what you're up against during the holiday season so let's let's create a win and let's just focus on not gaining 10 pounds in basically 45 days, 
which the average American does right before the new year, which their resolution is usually to drop 10 to 20 pounds. And now they're going to add an extra 10 right before they make that resolution. So this is a, a great example of seasons and the idea that there's going to be times where there's lulls in other areas of your life to where you can focus on one area wholeheartedly and, and really move the needle in that area. But that doesn't mean you're not going to be working on everything else. It's just mean there's going to be different focuses in your life. So that is my answer when it comes to balance. I don't believe in balance. I believe in seasons. I believe there's times when you can focus on specific areas of your life and really hone in and move the needle. And then there's going to be other times where your focus shifts. And, and you have to be okay with that. And you have to be a, a realistic about those shifts and understand that you can't be on all year round. Um, before I move on from this topic, I want to talk about this a little more. I mean, um, there are more injuries now when it comes to kids in sports than there's ever been. And because we as parents have lost sight of the idea of seasons. When I was a kid, you went from fall sports to winter sports to summer sports. There was like three different sports you were possibly playing. Now... And so that means, so if you, if you put yourself out and look at the 30,000-foot view of this, your child is moving in, a, in many different directions, and the focuses of each sport change. Now what so many uh, people are doing is they kind of pigeonhole their kid into one activity, one sport, and do it 365 days a year. And that is just wearing kids' bodies down, doing the same movements over and over and over again to where there's more injuries now than there's ever been when it comes to children in athletics. And I just want to make that correlation because there's no more seasons. And what I'm trying to say is you can't be on point, especially in health and fitness. You can't being quote-unquote competition season all year round. There's going to be times where you are on point and you are really moving the needle. There's going to be times that you need to pull back a little bit. And, and just quote-unquote maintain. Until you see an opening again to where you can start really honing in to move the needle again. So another analogy for you, another correlation there. So I hope that makes sense. And then, guys, the last thing, um, once again, these all kind of tie together. The last question I wanted to hit on in this specific podcast 
was the idea of working through an injury. All right, so I got a question. What should I do um, or how should I work through an injury? And unfortunately, I didn't get any specifics as to what the injury was. So I'll talk in generalities. But here's what I can tell you. Um, if something happens, unfortunately, like you roll your ankle real bad um, or you, you know, something something that is like an isolated area, let's say like an ankle or knee issue, um, there's something that we highly recommend people do. And we see this a ton in our gyms is, there's this idea that if you have to kind of pull back a little bit, a lot of people feel as though like the ship leaves without them. We see this a lot when we run our Fit and 42 program where um, if somebody, let's say, gets the flu for a week, it's really hard for them to get back into the routine just physically get back into the routine after after being, you know, bedridden for a week, you know, not feeling well. But then there is also the psychological component that, my goodness, these people, like, I've been laying in bed and they've been getting better every day. And there's a, almost a shame that comes along with it to where they don't want to come back in. So in many cases... And I'm not talking about the flu here. I'm talking about if you rolled an ankle or, you know, uh, like I remember off the top of my head a specific situation where a woman had bunion surgery. And she was like, hey, what should I do? I can't really put a lot of weight on my foot. We said, come on in. Worst case scenario, we'll, we'll train your upper body, but we'll have you sitting in a chair. And and that's exactly what we did. There's been times where people could not work out. Like doctor's orders, they're not supposed to work out um, for whatever reason. And we said, cool, but still, come in. Be a part of the environment. Cheer people on. I'll even give you a whistle. You could be my assistant coach. And just to be part of the environment and so you don't, feel excluded and you don't feel like the ship has sailed without you. I see this so many times um, in wrestling and jiu-jitsu where an injured person still comes in because even though they can't participate, they're still in the environment. They're still gaining knowledge. They're still feeding off that. And they're, they're, it's very powerful. So, Without having specifics, I'll tell you, if, the, if a doctor tells you, look, you can't work out, like overall you should not exert yourself, then I would tell you still go to the environment. Still go to the environment and, and just sit and soak it up. Now, if you have a, a very isolated Injury. Let's say like like bunion surgery, or like a, a bad ankle sprain or something. There's so much 
you can still do with your body to where you can benefit, that you can work your upper body. There's actually reports. There's been studies done. For example, if I have a, like, let's say um, I have a right arm um, bicep tear or something, right, to where I can't really do much with my right arm, there are reports that neurologically, if I just flex, I'm sorry, if I just make a fist with my right hand while I'm exercising my left arm, neurologically, your body doesn't know the difference between what's going on with the right and left because they're both they're both working, so to speak. That whatever benefits you get from the left side, you will also get on the right side. Or very similar results. This has been done with um, with leg injuries. This has been done with uh, basically any limb injuries. There's reports, there's been studies done where if you can flex and 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 make a fist or flex your quad while you're working the other one, you, both sides will get similar results. So there's a little fun fact for you. So it's, in my opinion, it's more important to be in the environment and, and just be around um, the team or the group of people or, like, if you like to – run or something, just go to the track and just be around it than to pull yourself completely out of the environment for a period of time. I feel like it's a lot harder to get into a routine again when you are um, allowed to start back up. All right, guys, I hope that makes sense. As always, Please share this with anybody who you feel will get value from it. Um, Keep sending in questions. Keep DMing me, and I will do my best to answer as many of them as possible. So, guys, keep living your best life, and I'll talk to you soon.